our second episode. Whoop, Girl. Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the 1822 Chronicles. My name is Michelle, the favorite factor. And I am Janetta, the good thing. <laughs> yes. Yes, girl. So what are we going to talk about today? Um, <laughs> before we get to that, though, you know what I want to do? I want to thank everybody who supported us for yes. our, you know, our premiere, our pilot episode, yes. uh, all of our YouTube subscribers, all of yes. our podcast subscribers. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because this is for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in shock at the, um, the amount of people, well, I'm not in shock. I'm grateful for the amount of people who have been watching, um, on all the different platforms. Um, and we even had some people internationally watching overseas. Like that's just a blessing in itself, but it's just a testament that it is, it's all God, you know, it's a, he, he sends who he wants, um, to, to watch the, the video, to watch the show. So. Yes. So please make sure that you like, you share, you yes. send us comments because we do want to hear your feedback. Absolutely. And subscribe. And I do believe that on Anchor, if you go to our Anchor page, you will be able to send us voice messages. So we mm-hmm. we, we would love to hear your feedback and please yes. share it with your friends because yes. if it's blessing you, we want it to bless them yes. as well. Yes. And if you're on YouTube, Hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button right now. Right now. We'll give you, we give you five seconds to hit it right now. And, and five, four, three, two, one. Was that like a Janet Jackson moment? (laughs) (laughs) No, because you had to do the two hands in the. Oh yeah. Yeah, But you know what? So (laughs) I was trying. (laughs) Um, Yes. Hit that subscribe button. And um, so you don't miss another show. Yes. Yes. So. Yes. I think it's time since we ripped the bandaid off that we talk about what this 18 to 1820, I don't know why it's 18 to 1822 Chronicles. What is that all about? Yes. What does 1822 stand for? Well, um, the initially it, it comes from Proverbs 1822, right? right? Mm-hmm. And Proverbs 1822 says, he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. <laughs> um, so that's where we got to. But if we take it back, me and you, how it, how it manifested was we, me and you were having a conversation and we were talking about relationships right. and marriage relationships. And um, you were, I don't remember what was going on. It, I, I was currently married okay. and I think you might've been in a relationship at time at the, at the, that particular time. Okay. And we were talking about that, uh, scripture, particular scripture. And <laughs> I don't know what happened, Uh-oh. <laughs> but you went in and you went in and you was like, because the Bible says he that findeth the wife findeth a good thing and obtains favor. So guess what? I'm the favor factor. You're the favor factor. We're the favor factor. So that favor, like you just went all in. He was like, you <laughs> was like, so we are the favor that they get because they found the good thing, which is us. So that's how, that's how I remember. Is that how you remember it as well? Sort yes, of. Yes. yes. But I, I, and, and I, it was funny because recently a memory popped up on Facebook. Yeah. 
that said that I, I basically was saying that I am a good thing and I am a beautiful thing. And that was like four years ago. And I was mm-hmm. like, you was already activated, girl. Yes. You was already in it. You already was walking in it. Yes. So it's just amazing that four years ago, you were already calling yourself the good thing and didn't even realize that that was something that God deposited in you mm-hmm. um, for such a time as this. We're not even going to go there with that one for such <laughs> Ooh, for such a time as this is another topic all mm-hmm. in itself. Oh, I better not say September to remember either then, huh? Because <laughs> it's been that. that. It's been It that. has been. Yeah. That's, says, that's another one. Yeah. Oh, what, you know what? Where the stickies at? Yeah, right. Oh. Listen, listen, sidebar, when we're talking and God downs low, we have to break out stickies and write down our topics. Otherwise, we'll forget them. Listen. So. <laughs> and I'm right. What September to remember. remember? Yeah, that's good. We can't make this up, you guys. You get to see some of the, the the back, the back scenes of what we do. That is about I don't know things, you're thinking that how things come about. Yes, I'm just very excited about that, and that yeah. it's funny that all of our, most of our conversations, pretty much all of them, we we activate each other in such a way that. Mm-hmm the Lord just begins to speak and minister and move and reveal to us like the revelation that comes. And yeah, those are some of those, those conversations that we just going to have to ask the Lord to bring back to our remembrance because um, it's been a lot of them. It's been a lot, but what does Proverbs 18, 22 mean to you Mm -hmm. and, and being the good thing? (sighs) Wow, I didn't even think about that. So you just put me right on the hot seat because it's going to come from the Lord. <laughs> it's going to come from. The, it's going to come right from Him. Only He can give it. Absolutely. So, Proverbs eighteen twenty two means to me that one, I need to be in position to be found and not out seeking or searching or proposing or doing anything that would require any effort other than me being in Christ. That's the only effort that I'm supposed to be putting forth because it says he that findeth or whoso findeth, meaning you have to be in position to be found, not chasing after him, right? not proposing to him, not, you know, there are some things that we can do, but for the most part, when he finds you, that means he has to be looking for you and you should yep. be doing something. Yep. Not, yep. not no. looking, not you looking. Should, right. You should be putting your hand to the plow. You should be yep. co- doing your, your kingdom business, conducting yes. kingdom business. And yep. that is what it means to me. So that means I'm supposed to be found. Absolutely. I'm supposed Absolutely. to be found i'm that i'm that good thing he's like oh wow that's good and i need to go and get that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's what do you feel in regards to how what in today's time a lot of women unfortunately don't know their value right and so they're putting themselves out there in a way to try to be found but they're being found by the wrong one yeah Yeah, because they think they have to do a certain thing to be found Mm -hmm. instead of looking to Jesus, asking him 
what it is that he wants me to, what should I be doing, Lord? Where do I need to be? Who should I be speaking to? And, you know, what business is it that you want me to conduct today? Yeah. For me, um, when, when I gave, I've, I've grew up in the church, so I've always, you know, basically did things of the church, did my thing. When I went to college, you know, when you go to college, everybody, you know, you away from home, everybody does their thing. Yes. But when I fully, truly decided to give my life to God mm-hmm. and separate myself from those things and say, okay, God, it's all you, right. you know, I, it's all about your kingdom business. It's about, you know, doing what you want me to do, you know, just giving a complete yes. So whatever he decided to send my way, whatever he wanted me to do as far as kingdom business and kingdom um, work, that's what I did. And my focus was no longer about being a wife. It was about being about his business. And when we are about God's business, Mm -hmm. he is about our business. And so when my husband found me, it was the most (laughs) unexpected place (laughs) in the whole world. I wasn't thinking about him. I wasn't looking at him I mean and when you know he he was my husband is a bus driver so I'm riding his bus I I must have rode his bus maybe two years before I even paid him any attention and so wait wait yeah so you was walking up in front of this man for two years had to be like at least two years yeah because Mm. I had just went back to work and yeah, just about two I years. Remember, I remember when you went back to work. And I had to, instead of because parking was so expensive in town, I was like, okay, I'm gonna catch the bus. Oh. And I would I would catch his bus. <laughs> that that action right there, mm-hmm. that one action mm-hmm. set that, <laughs> set uh-huh. off all of this because things into motion. Mm-hmm set things into motion. And so how we connected was there was a particular day mm-hmm. that um, one of the buses broke down and he picked up the passengers off that bus. So the bus was really crowded oh. and, and God strategically had it that I was the last one on the bus <laughs> and I was all the way, the, the bus, even it was standing room only on the bus. Mm-hmm. And I was all the way in the front standing by his side mm. the whole bus ride mm-hmm. to, till we got to my job and um we were talking and I don't know how we it, it was probably him <laughs> he talked about the church mm-hmm. and where he went and I when he told me what church he went to I was like oh yeah I've been there and I told him what church I went to mm-hmm. and he was like oh yeah I know I know you know your pastor and so okay he was like, well, you know, here's my business card. No, he said, yeah, he said, here's my business card, but you can look me up on Facebook. So that number, huh? Girl, his business card said one name and his Facebook was a different name. So he knew I had to call him. (laughs) I didn't have no no choice but to call him. So I was like, I'm not calling him. I'm going to find him on Facebook and be friends couldn't find him because Mm. the names didn't match so I had no choice and so history was written from there wow Um, and that's how we became and when he came to me he was like God said you're going to be my wife I was like 
God, God ain't telling me that. What you? I'm not. I'm not checking for you, because Ooh. in our minds, we have in our minds what we think we should have, but God right. knows what's best for us. Honey, you talking right there? God knows what's best. He knows, and if you surrender completely to God and say, "Okay, God, whoever you send to me, um, according to your will and your way and what you want want for my life, mm-hmm. He will send it." Because I, I. In my mind, I knew, I thought I knew what I needed. Right. I thought I knew what I wanted. And so the package was a totally different package <laughs> than what I thought. And so when he said that to me, I was like, yeah, no, God didn't say that to me. Wow. No, God didn't say that to me. But thank God that in my obedience and in his obedience of knowing who in him having a relationship with God and knowing he heard God's voice, he was very patient. And he, he just loved me past my pain, past my, my hurts from the past and, and previous, previous relationships. Right. And in, in doing that, when, you know, when the two become one, he obtained favor. He obtained favor because I'm, I'm his favorite factor. And so, you know, sometimes as women, we think we gotta, you know, you know, I can bring home the bacon and fry it up in a pan. Well, yes, we can sis, but however, (laughs) however, however, you still have to be soft and pliable. You still have to be able to know who you are in your relationship. You still have to be his safe place. If you can't be your husband's safe place where he can come to you and just after having a hard day, and lay in your lap or, you know, you, you can recognize, cause when you're in tune with one another, you know, you can tell, um, where he is at or how hard of just by him, how his presence is when he comes to the door. And so if you make your home a safe place, even if he's had a bad day, he'll come in and he'll be looking for his favor. He'll be looking for his good Good thing thing. yes because that's his safe place Mm -hmm. and he will come to you and if you have kids that's fine he'll know that when y'all you know get to um the bedroom and it's not about the physical it's just about that intimate time whether it's just a touch whether it's just a um a massage a head rub or whatever um and you learn that as your as your relationship grows and build you learn you learn each other um it, it, it becomes a wonderful thing. So Woo-hoo. we, as women, we have to recognize who we are roles. Yeah. It's not just about, you know, yes. And it, and let's be clear. It's not 50, 50. It's a hundred, a hundred people on. get that confused. Right. You each person give a hundred percent. Right. Is I don't, who, who wants half a man? Or half, or half a woman. I want <laughs> all of you. Who was it? Was John Legend? All of you? Yes. <laughs> all of me? I think it was. Yeah, I think so. Um, so it was. Song. Yes, I know that. Yes, <laughs> it's like, it's I, like one know. of the one of the wedding songs. It is. But you know, you want to have one hundred percent that person, and that means giving one hundred percent at all times. And it is. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's hard. Marriage doesn't come with a with a handbook. You know, just like raising kids doesn't come with a handbook, but you, your, your intentions is to go into it for forever and, um, to work things out. You know, some people say, you know, there are some things that are deal breakers. I get it. However, you can work through a many of things, you know, sometimes you think, oh, things are so happy 
things are so bad. Well, you might want to ask your sister or somebody, a friend about the things that they went through and have forgiven in their marriage, especially someone who's been married for years. Yeah. Um, and they can um, give you a testimony of some things that they've had to forgive or things to put up with. Because, you know, we're not perfect. You know, we try to say we're perfect or try to put on these things like we're perfect and we know all and we 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 cover it and buff it up with, with all the mouth. You know, <laughs> you know, we try to out talk them. We try to out talk them and we try to overdo them and try to make we you, if you're degrading or demeaning your um, if you're doing that just in a relationship before you get married, you're not ready to be married because right. you you're in it as a um, as a partnership. Um who was it? Um, I had told you, someone had told me love is law, right? Mar- marriage is a business. Mm-hmm. It is love is law. The Bible commands us to love. We are right. required to love. We're required to give love to everyone, but marriage is a business. <laughs> it, it is. You got to be able to, uh, to know how the, the ins and outs, how things operate from the house to the job, to the kids, yep. it's a business and you got to know how to run it. And sometimes like any business, like any business, it takes time. You know, when you start a new business, you know, you keep building, you know, right. you, you're at the intro, introductory stage and then you go to the next phase. And so, yeah. You said a mouthful. Girl. I know. <laughs> I yield. Like, I, just... I, I yield my mic. <laughs> now you got to mute yourself. <laughs> you know, it, all of that is important. Yeah, well said. Is. All of it is important. And it's it in, also important to know that I'm not married yet. Well, yes. I, well, I have been married before, but I'm not, I'm, I am waiting to be found. Absolutely. But in the interim, the, I'm doing this. I'm doing other things. I'm put. I am not busy. I don't like to say I'm busying myself. I am attending to the father's business because if I take care of his house, he will definitely take care of mine. Absolutely. As he's doing with you. And it's been wonderful to watch your um, evolution, your transformation, and to see your life and your territory enlarge and expand in the amount of time that we've known each other. Because when I met you, you were just you. Now you are husband and child. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. I got some one on each one in each hand. <laughs> yes. So to see how how after you gave God your yes, to see what has you know transpired in that time is wonderful. I rejoice in every victory. I dance and sing with you. <laughs> you you know, I'll be ready to go bust some folk up because they why they messing with my girl. Why? Yeah, I know. Calm down. Okay. Come back. <laughs> All right. You know, but that's why I know. Jesus worked in me because I would have just been gone and you would have been like, I got to get the bail money. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you to get the bail money. Hallelujah. <laughs> need no bail money. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for a meek spirit, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know, I'm a bulldog when I need it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But every, yes, everything you said was very very important yeah we should know where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing because there Mm -hmm. are times when god does need us to step up but not to take the lead but he needs us to step up to cover our spouse and we are meeker but that does not mean we are weaker no ma'am we are not right 
And that, and that's one of the things some people say, you know, the Bible talks about submitting Mm -hmm. people hear that word and they're like, I'm not submitting to him and I'm not doing this. It's, it's, it's not that you are submitting to him in a, in a way of like, you're a child, right? Okay. You're submitting to him at, because he's your protector. He's, you know, I, I say my husband's my provider, my protector, my pursuer. Mm-hmm. And so men were, God made men with broad shoulders for a reason because they can carry the weight. Right. It's their job to carry the weight, right. you know, and we were made softer. It's, we weren't supposed to carry the weight now because of, you know, the way things are, the women nowadays have to carry the weight because there's some, most times, a lot of times, unfortunately, they're the only ones in the home. So if you're the only one in the home, you have to carry the weight, but yeah. do not allow that to make you so hard mm. that, <laughs> that you're not a position. Yeah. You know, when someone comes along and he's inspired you, you know, you all know, I, I don't need you mm. or you do let him in. And then you, tr- you're trying to be the man in the relationship. Yeah. And that perverts, that's, that's a perverted relationship. You don't want your relationship to be perverted because you don't know how to be soft and pliable because right. you don't know how to yield a little bit and say, you know what, take it. You know, we like, I've been doing this. I, I said it to my husband. I I'm grown. You ain't my daddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't my daddy. No, she didn't. I've been doing this for a long time. I did this before you came along. It's, 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 it's not about that. It's yeah. not about that. If he Yes, you've been doing it for a long time, but guess what? That's why God sent him. So uh-huh. you don't have to do it anymore. Here, somebody. So that you don't have to carry that weight. So that you don't have to carry that weight on your shoulders. You can relax. Relax. Yeah, relax. I'm about to lean my chair back. <laughs> you can relax and allow him to take that weight. And exhale. And, and exhale. And allow yourself to be vulnerable. Being vulnerable doesn't make you a weak woman at all. It actually takes strength to do. It takes strength to do. Because you're- yourself up. Right. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. have to, that's that's yielding yourself. Yes. It's easy for a person to remain in strength and be, you know, had this wall. Because I've had to work on that myself. And mostly because of my personality and my makeup. I am, to some, intimidating. Yeah, yeah. And because I've been a single parent for so long and because I've had to do things, you know, myself. So I, it was like, I, I don't want to say that I've done both roles, but it was like, I had to, because it was just, right. me I had to Absolutely. maintain the household. So the challenge is when he comes along to begin to yield. But I, what I do love is I know God is going to help me yes. in that way through him. Because he's going to understand that, okay, you're, she's been in this position for so long that Mm -hmm. now I'm going to love her through that so that she can trust God, trust the God in me and release the reins. So it's going to take some time. That doesn't mean like, as soon as he shows up, you're going to automatically boom, just change. No, no, no. But it does mean that at during, you know, during that time, you're going to allow him to step into the leadership role in the yes. relationship. And the, and the one point I wanted to make too, was when you think about Kings and Queens, mm-hmm. the Queens, they always were sitting. Yes. 
but the queen always had the king's ear ear yes come he, on he always she always has his ear yes so he will listen if he is the proper king that god sent yes when she says my king mm-hmm. or my or when she says my husband mm-hmm. this is what i believe or mm-hmm. you know if when he says can you tell me what's going on she will then speak but not in authority she will softly Mm-hmm. let her yes. husband know what her heart is let her king know what her heart is and he will then take everything that she says into consideration and go to god and, and be, you are his second holy ghost yes when he says to god hey you know this is this is what my wife says but he's going to get that resonance in him that yes okay i i receive what she says but it's about how you present it if you go to him, no, but you use he won't that hear hunt, you. brush his head, lay his head in your lap, mm-hmm. bring him to yeah. your bosom, whatever yeah. it is, and yeah. then speak to him. But don't, don't use those things to manipulate. No, Mm-mm. manipulation you, is a spirit of witchcraft. Watch right. Do not do that. Mm-hmm. But if he asks for your opinion and your input, that means that you have his heart. Yeah. Give him the truth. In love. In love. Yes. In love. And he will, if it's right, the Lord is going to let him know. And sometimes he will do what you said because it was right. Absolutely. Not, be- not because he's, he's, you know, want to play these games. Cause this, this is not about playtime right now either. Right. This yeah. is serious business. Absolutely. And the things that we we discuss as, as husband and wife can change destinies for generations. Yeah. So know that when you speak to your king, your husband, your rib cage, yes. know that if he asks for your opinion, if he asks for your input, you are right where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't ask for it, wait on it, go Mm. to God, go to God for him, Mm. go to God for him and say, God, I heard you. And he's not. And if you have a relationship, hopefully you have a good communication. Um, you, you guys will communicate, be able to communicate in a way that is, um, healthy. Um, and, and it's not like, you know, you're, you, you, when you go to him, um, you're asking for permission because it's not what we're saying. Right. No, 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 we're no. Not, we're not saying you got to ask for you permission. Are, you're equal. You're equal. But equal. he, but in, but the hierarchy is God, husband, wife, right. children, extended family, job, all that stuff. Yeah. Follow yeah. the hierarchy. If right. he, if, if he, like she says, if he's not, um, if he hasn't asked you yet, it could be that it could be a number of things. You don't know what is going on in his mind, but don't run to him and say, I got something to say. No, like she said, you go to God because see, God will speak to him and say, go talk to your wife. She got something to say about this. Or I gave her the answer so that you can continue to have that relationship. Absolutely. Hey, Hey. yeah. And and we don't, you don't want to be looked at as a nag. I don't want to go to her because when I do go to her, she just make my head hurt more. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not a that's not a safe place. No, that's not a safe place. That's not his safe place. Um, he wants to be. Um, you want, and when you're building a relationship, you know, 
if I'm in a room and if I say my husband's name, he will stop and look because he can, it could be a crowded room with a bunch of noise. And if I say his name, he will stop and look. And cause he knows my voice, mm. a, a bunch, uh, a, a, a lot of people. If we go to um, a crowd or, or we're in a crowd or if we're in a stadium, I can look around and see and know, oh, there he is right there. Well, how'd you know? I, I you know, because there's a connection. There's a connection between, so when you, when your relationships build, um, as your relationships build, there will continuously be a connection and it'll grow stronger and stronger. And when he hears you say his name, he will, he will yield to you. He will be inclined to you. He will hear his wife. That's my wife's voice. I'm hearkening unto her. Mm -hmm. What does she have to say? Right. You know, what is your opinion? Because you have created, you have created a safe place for him. And as much as, as hard as men are, they Ooh. still, they still need a safe place. Yeah. They say, you know, we say a lot of times we say, oh, he's a mama's boy or this, that, and the other. They still need a safe place. And yeah. not, not all men are like that. So the ones that are super, you know, that hard that haven't had a safe place and who was taught, you know, that, you know, everything is black and white, right. And, you know, I, you know, and there are some that are some, there's some that are really super duper old school. My husband is very old school. <laughs> yeah, he, is. he is. Um, but if I say his name, he goes from here and he come here, bring it on down. And he's like, okay, what, what, what is it? What, what, what can I do for you? It's probably so, also the way you, the way you say his name, way. because it could be, you could be saying that uh, there's some distress or you think trouble is like there's danger close or anything. Yes. So it's about what he knows, just like we know our children's different cries before yes. our children could speak and tell us Yes, their cries. They had different cries for different things. And he knows when you say his name a certain yeah. way, he knows what it is. He knows exactly who he needs to be, which husband he needs to be to show up. Yes. Hmm. Yes. That's and they, important and, too. And we have to remember that men are solvers. They want to solve the problem. And sometimes as women, we like, I don't need you to solve anything. I just want you to listen. Yeah. Don't try to solve it. Hear my heart. I just need a, a I need a safe place today. Right. right. I need the vent. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to solve it. I just want you to hear and give me your opinion. Don't there's a difference between give me your opinion and solving it because they go into straight, oh, this is what you do and do X, Y, Z, three through three, you know. Right. And, and, and you it's ain't like, heard nothing. It's like just hear me. Okay, I hear you, but you're not listening to me. So, but those things are they're learned behaviors, and you have to have open communication to be able to get to that level. And, and it's effective it, too. Yeah, effective communication. And let's be clear: if you find that you need therapy, go get it. There's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes it takes a therapist to open up our minds to be able to see. Oh. Is that what she was saying? Was that right. what he was saying? Right. I didn't get it, you know, because you weren't listening. So there's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes the third, it just now a good therapist with good counsel, don't go to just anybody. Right. Somebody with good counsel right. that will give you good counsel, whether it's, you know, it's if uh, someone in your church that's a, um, in leadership that is, you know, that does things like that for families, um, or if you don't want nobody in leadership, just go to, you know, a family counselor. They right. have, they, there's lots of good ones out there 
who can show you how to have effective communication right. um, amongst spouses. It's also so. good to sometimes find someone who's non-biased. It's better Absolutely. for them to be objective. So sometimes people may not want to go to leadership in their church because yeah. it, it, there may be some favoritism like or mm-hmm. not favoritism, but they may know one spouse better than the other. Right. So they may have a different approach. And I know, I know they do try to be objective, but sometimes, right. yeah you know, because we're human, they absolutely, they may bring some of that relationship into the, into the counseling. So that's true. And you also want someone who is, if you, if you are a believer, you want them to be a believer because you want them to have both the clinical, the, the, um, the theory and everything from the books, but you also want them to have a relationship with God, Christ, and to, and to be filled with the Holy spirit so that the Holy spirit can help discern and bring out the things that need to be brought out in order to help your relationship to blossom and be more healthy. Yeah. That's, that's also, that's also something that you may want to consider as well. That's um, true. but for the most part, effectively communicate, know that yeah. you have his ear and don't burn up his ear. Don't blow out his eardrum. No, not with a rah, rah. soft answer turns away wrath, wrath, it soft, does. You know why God made our voices so, so beautiful because when we speak at a certain vibration, Mm. it reaches into our husbands. You hear that? Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Frequency, that frequency. That's the baby relax frequency as opposed to that sound like you got cats in a bag. He don't want to hear that. That's why he's sitting girl. That's why he's sitting in the car for an hour before he comes in the house. That's why he'll go to the bar. Yeah, after work. And you don't want that. Right. That's why when he see your name come up on the phone, he... <sighs> yeah. Why yeah, it take you so been. long to get home? That's that's why. Yeah, yeah. That mouth. Yes. That mouth, oh. that membrane. We it's... have, to, right. We have to, and I'm all this stuff that we're saying is going at, it, it's coming back at, right. It's coming to... <laughs> We're not saying this because we like, oh, y'all think, no, we're saying this because one, we understand that we had to grow. Absolutely. We're, we've, we're growing. It's a continual process. How do we know that? Because I'm older than I was a week ago. So I'm still growing. Amen. So. Amen. Yeah. So honey. So when you are the good thing, he that findeth the wife findeth a good thing. Yes. You are a good thing. That means you are fabulous. You are amazing. Good. Good. Just what is good? Good is great. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. You are a good thing. It's something that God has ordained. It's something that it's, it's a position that God has given us as women to be an effective person in his life, to be that effective person to, to, to be that, you know, they say we're, we're there, help me the effective help me to allow him to continue to grow. But now he got backup. Well, don't, don't get me started. Now he has backup to allow him to, to effectively continue to grow as well as, um, we continue to grow because instantly they're automatically they're protectors. They're going to have our back. So we're going to be right there. So, you know, you find it the good thing and obtains favor. So when he marries you, 
God's like, oh, boom. Yes. There's the favor because he has to take care of you. He's Mm -hmm. supposed to take care of you. And in order to um, take care of you, he needs the favor of God. Yes. And I'm going to tell you what good means because I went and looked it up. You looked it up. In Webster's 1828 dictionary. Come on. Y'all better learn about that dictionary. Right. I'm going to read the third one because it also has a part of scripture in there. So it says complete or sufficiently perfect in its kind. Having the physical qualities best adapted to its design and use, opposed to bad, imperfect, corrupted, impaired. Mm -hmm. And God saw everything that he made and behold, it was very good. That's Mm -hmm. Genesis one. That's what it means when Mm -hmm. he finds a good thing. You are perfect in your kind. Yeah, come on. Your kind, not perfect according to society's standards, but perfectly the way God made you. Come on. You are enough in the flesh, in the package that you're in right now. Yes, there may be some things that the word can change and improve, but when he made you, Hmm. he made you perfect in your kind. Perfect. That's the only time I like that word because I am perfectly Janetta. You are perfectly Michelle. Yes, Lord. There is yes. no other perfectly Janetta and Therese. Okay. <laughs> no other perfectly Michelle. Yes. Favorite factor. Absolutely. On this earth. Right. Yeah. Which is, which is why no one has the same fingerprints. Hmm. Not even twins. <laughs> Not, Not even, even twins. Twins. So we have to recognize who we are mm-hmm. as women, how you know, we, we all look at ourselves and, you know, we see per imperfections, but God made us each uniquely yes. individually made. The Bible says he can count the number of hairs on our head. Yes. Even we, though you didn't shave them. <laughs> you, you can shave them. You can cut them off. I'm sorry. But no one has my fingerprints. No one, has. no one has. So if you, you, you think about it, God made me from, from, from the clay. So we are messy with God's fingerprints. Mm. We're messy with God's fingerprints. Oh, um, one of my, my, my pastors, former pastors, he used to say, I'm, I'm, I'm messy with God's fingerprints. Well, God made us. And so he, he created us. He, he put us together. He, he already knew what we were going to look like. He already yes. knew how he's going to operate. We just have to know who we are and stand in it, stand in it and, and, and be, be, listen, if you don't think you cute, you better act like you cute. <laughs> you better get it together. If you need some encouragement, uh, what's that song? Sometimes, um, sometimes you need to encourage yourself. Sometimes yeah. I have to encourage, encourage yourself, encourage yourself, encourage yourself. We're not always, there's not always going to be somebody there to encourage us. Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror and do what you got to do. Just recently I went and was like, I need to do something with myself because I was feeling different. I was like, this ain't me. I'm not feeling myself. And I went and got my hair done. And I I said, listen, I'm going to need you to put some layers back in this because I miss my layers. Now don't cut it too much because my husband likes my hair a certain length. Okay. You know, that's that. I don't mind that, that that's what he likes. That's what I give him. I'm not going to cut it off, but 
when she put the layers back in my hair and I, she, you know, they flip you around so you can see yourself in the mirror. I was like, Hey, there you are, Michelle. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Where you been? Hey. And it, it did something for me. Right. So if you need to um, get your hair done, go, go get a mani, a pedi, go get a massage, take a moment to build and encourage yourself. We all, we all need, I said, I tell people all the time, there needs to be a law that mothers have yeah. a weekend to they self. <laughs> uh, maybe if you have children in the house, mm. you should, or at least 24 hours a month where you just have complete silence to yourself. Nobody saying that them three letter word, mom, mom. And I, and I know, cause I, I have a, a child, a young child here and you know, it gets, it gets to be rough, but you have to encourage yourself and realize and know who you are and you and pick yourself up, dust yourself off. And know, cause like Janetta said earlier, if you're not in position, if you want, if you want to be married, now this is only if you want to be married, that's it. If you're not in position and you're out of position, he's not going to find you because God gave him a, a set order and time mm -hmm. date that he is supposed to meet you Ooh. and you're supposed to have your hands busy to the plow doing what you're doing not trying to be cute not got your your cleavage all out ain't got your skirt all the way up my pet uh, uh one of the pastors used to say with the gate with the gates of hell gapped all open on the front oh. row um mm. you have to be in position those are the things that's not attractive and it's not cute and it's insecure mm. You don't want to be an insecure woman. You want to be free. You want to right. be delivered and set free. Nobody likes an insecure woman because those insecurities roll over into your marriage. And now you worried about how you got them. Somebody else might come along and get them the same way. Right. You don't want those insecurities. You don't want those things in your back because the enemy will play on those things. Mm -hmm. He will be like, oh, so-and-so on the front row. Ain't that how you got them? Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he will use all those kinds he will, of things. He do. He'll have, and he don't have no new tricks. Mm. He don't have, he'll use the same thing he got you last time. He'll try to try to come at you the same way. He's and you want to get a relationship, right? And you want to have a relationship based on integrity. You want to have a relationship based upon, you know, you did things the right way, not manipulated someone to come into your life. Been there, done that. Did some did some manipulations and past relationship, knew what they liked, use what they liked to try to get what oh, you I got certain certain things, you know. I, I you know at the house. Come over, let's hang out. Ooh. Knew Ooh. what they liked to get them on. And guess what? I ain't with them today. I wasn't in position. Wasted, wasted time. That's okay. No, wasted time. But I learned from it. There you go. I learned from school. it. You was getting school. Girl. And that's the thing. I don't want to go around that mountain again. Well, when you're I, not. You're married. When I, I, when I got, but when, we, when I talk about going around the mountain, I'm saying when we learn our lessons. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. When My we bad. learn our lessons, it's right. okay. When you learn your lesson, you don't want to go around that mountain again. So I was like, I'm not going around that mountain again, using, trying to use manipulation. And it's manipulation to get someone to notice me. That right. was low self-esteem. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was, once I started loving me and loving on me and saying, you know, you tell myself I'm cute and everything. I was, I was like, Hey, it is what it is. Listen. Let's, let's go wear mm -hmm. my heels. Girl, I was rocking some, 
I used to rock some four inch heels. You can tell me I wasn't cute. Mm. <laughs> four inch heels. Four, them, them four inch heels just made my knees hurt. Okay. I know. I, I stay cute where I am. See, like, like for me, getting my hair done and then wearing my favorite shade of lipstick, as you can see. And I love it. I love it. Thank you. And I actually had somebody tell me they didn't like it. And I was like, well, it's a good thing. It's not on your face. Absolutely. Because it's on mine. And that's, you can't go by what, if you feel good about yourself. Yes. Then be free. Matter of fact, women, go out and find it. Whatever your favorite color is, it don't even matter if it's lime green. Find you some lime green lipstick. (laughs) Put that stuff on your face. Get you a cute little top. And take yourself out to lunch. People are going to be looking at you and that's fine. Because when you step up, first of all, you're wearing your favorite color, right? And first, when you're wearing your favorite anything, your yeah, confidence yeah. automatically shoots up. Because you're like, yeah, this is my favorite. Go stand in the mirror, take you some pictures. Mm-hmm. And on. all the while say, I'm a good thing. I know I'm his favorite. He going to find me. I'm Absolutely. going to lunch. Absolutely. Or I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. Or I'm whatever. But do not ever let other people's opinion about you turn you into someone you do not want to be. Absolutely. God's opinion is the only opinion that matters because he is the one who created you and put his fingerprints all over you and said that you are very good. Yeah. Very good. That is every last one of us. Yeah. Yeah. And we've both been there where we allowed... Uh, people's opinions to cause us to back up and back down and you know worried about what people are going to say and it just causes more um inferiority within you because now you're like well if they said is other people saying it about me is somebody else saying it well who else is talking and and it just and it just compounds and compounds and it's not even worth and they didn't went to bed and forgot they even said it to you (laughs) and you you up up all all night Girl. wondering and Girl. and it is and it's a trick it's just another trick of the enemy so do not i've had and again got my certificate i used to worry about what people said and how they were thinking and what you know somebody said something and oh my goodness did they said it was somebody else thinking and mm. and nobody's nobody's perfect everybody makes mistakes um the thing is do you learn from them Right. you learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. so you know be free in knowing that everybody makes mistakes and when people come and say things then well thank you for your for your thoughts or your yes. opinion i appreciate it and keep it moving but don't take no thought don't let it run in your head and you rehearsing and rehearsing and rehearsing what was said and what you could have did better and how you could have did it better because it's in the past it's over. It yeah, happened. They already said it. <laughs> it's done. You know, and move on and learn from it. It's just like um, words, right? Every word that we say, like the words I just said, are now in the past. <laughs> yeah. I don't got to worry about them. That word I don't have to worry about. That I don't that I just said two times now. <laughs> they're now in the past. Right. I don't have to worry about them words. That's in the past. So just like situations and things, when they happen, good, bad, ugly, and different, whatever, if they're something that happened, they're in the past. You don't have to live there. And you don't have to take them forward into your destiny and into your purpose or into your marriage. 
because <laughs> you know what your good thing to be looking awkward and not not um like 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 you know how like a a, a bent tree mm-hmm. you know you can tell when a tree when it's bending it looks like yeah. it's hurt you you <laughs> want to be strong you you want to be confident that's the word i'm looking for you want to be confident right. i know who i am yes I know yeah. who I am and I yes. walk in victory. I walk in power. I walk yes. in authority and boo, you see me, I'm the good thing. <laughs> right. You pick the good thing. Not only that, you have to, because, because you are, he's not going to find you if you're depressed because okay. you're not going to be, you're not going to be um, not vibrating on that frequency yeah. that he's going to pick up on in the spirit. Yeah. So on the there, when I got, after I got my, uh, my, my divorce a few years, well, it's been more than a few years, but yeah. one of the things I had to do was, um, fo- you know, really work on being content and being happy. Yeah. But also I wanted to be like, I'm a happy person anyway. So okay. I had to deal with all the stuff that was causing me pain and discomfort um, from, you know, I had to heal from that past relationship. So I had to, yeah. you know, deal with all the spiritual, the soul ties, the everything yeah. that comes along with it to detach myself from him and to be able to become my whole self again, because I lost yeah. a part of myself yeah. and I would go out on dates by myself. I would yeah. go, I would go right over to, um, the, to, you know, to the cheesecake factory and mm-hmm. eat, mm-hmm. go sit outside and eat. Yeah. While everybody else is looking at me, oh, she by herself, but I was, I, I got dressed. Like I was going on a date with someone. Yeah, I got yeah. dressed. I would go to my, go to the movies. I love the movies. And then I would go to the cheesecake factory. Cause that's my favorite place. It sure would, is. Listen, <laughs> they got so much food there. Like, come on. But I would go sit there, order my meal. And I wouldn't take it to go. I sat outside if it was a nice day and I would eat it and I would look around and I would just smile and read or read a book or whatever the case may be, strike up a conversation with someone walking by. I've actually had people ask me, like, was I waiting for somebody? No, I'm just sitting here enjoying my meal. That's it. But for some people, it's just so strange to see you out by yourself. But if you, that's, that's you loving on you. Why do you have to wait for someone to come take you yeah, out? Right. So that way, when you, when he comes along, you're used to being out. Cause you also want to be able to um, make sure that you know how to behave yourself in public. Cause sometimes <laughs> I don't. <laughs> sometimes I need a chaperone. So I have to go out and practice so that when he come along, he don't be like, Oh, let me, let me sneak out and get the, get the check. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. There's things and there's things that God wants to show you, wants to teach you, wants to remove from you. So it's, you may look like you're out by yourself, but you're not. It's, I called it going on God's journey. That's thanks to my Godmother. I'm going, I would get up and purposely go out and do things. I'm going on his journey. What do you want me to do today, God? And that's good. That's good. Even now, like I, um, I noticed that when I, when I intentionally go out and I'm happy, when I, when I have that joy, it infects others. So people can feel that vibration. And yeah. I, I actually have more conversations with people that I don't know when I'm happy, when mm-hmm. I'm excited, when mm-hmm. I'm singing, cause I'll take my headphones and um, like, I'll have my little AirPods. And when I go to the grocery store or wherever I'm in the store Jamming. singing, not and I'm not it through the mask I'm singing I'm I was going in I was actually listening to um some elevation worship and that song I had it on repeat and I'm going through the grocery store grabbing my stuff and I'm singing 
and people are like speaking to me and looking at me. And I noticed that it's like this um, unseen aura around me. And it's like, whenever it hits somebody, they smile or Mm -hmm. their countenance changes. That's the kind of impact you have, but think about it in the opposite. Mm -hmm. What if I was walking just so that's going to hit people too. And they're going to like, want to get away from you because, Ooh, what is that? I don't like negativity. And we've all experienced that. We've, we've experienced being around people and be like, what is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. And you feel that negativity. And we've been around people where they have so much joy that, you know, the joy of the Lord is in them that you feel that too. And you're drawn to that. So it does make a difference and it, and it's, it's good to love on yourself. It's good to take yourself out. I think that is great. Um, society has us thinking that you're not supposed to go right to lunch or to any restaurant, I should say by yourself. You're not supposed to sit by yourself that it's awkward or something's wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Not so, not Mm -hmm. so you can go and love on yourself. Listen, I love being in the car by myself with the windows open and with no one in the car and with the music playing and blurring, blasting, having a good time. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's awesome. I think, I think we'll, we'll be right back after these messages. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. Listen, (laughs) we can't make this stuff up. Yeah. (laughs) The interruptions are real. So we are real people who have real people in the house with us who tend to, especially when you have little people in the house who tend to forget that I said, stay in your room till I'm done (laughs) to come downstairs and say, I just wanted to tell you, I love you. Yes. Yes. In any case, um, I just want to say that this has been a awesome, awesome experience yes um proverbs eighteen twenty two. he that findeth the wife findeth the good thing and obtains favor from the lord um yes is is a, is a good topic for all women to know and understand who they are in christ and what they bring yes and to, to be able to um just know just un- until that time comes just hold on Right. Don't give up. It's going to, it's going to be good. Right. So. <laughs> oh, supposed to look? <laughs> okay. You Listen, know, we can't make this stuff up. The little people. I don't know if y'all can hear in the background of my house. However, I okay. have little people I and I, I guess I, I'm taking too long. I don't know, but for everybody who knows my children, yeah, yeah. It's, gone, it's gone down but I'm I'm still excited God is good out yes, of the way yes yes and not only that we are real people yeah well, my my place empty it's just me and if somebody in here making noise then we got a problem because it's just me up in here right now okay <laughs> right now Absolutely. I'm just saying because uh real. if somebody in here screaming or knocking we, <laughs> it's a, that's a problem we're gonna have a problem so is there anything else you want to say before we end please make sure that you like share share, comment and subscribe and subscribe we appreciate all of your support we We really really do do. we really truly do i like that we said so grateful we are (laughs) we are so grateful to god for this opportunity we really are are. it's it's 
I count this an honor and a privilege to be chosen to do something like this. Yeah. Um, it's so much fun to be able to do it with your, with your sister friend too. Absolutely. But, um, I think that we have, we, we have something great going here. Absolutely. We really do. And, and we're growing and developing and yeah, we just saying what God tells us to say. We explain in our spirit yes. and from our own personal experiences. So none of this is fake or phony. Um, time out for all that. Time out for the fake and phony foolishness. Yeah. And we just really were honestly talking and speaking from our hearts. Yes. And all sincerity. Yes. Yeah. So thank you. 1822 Chronicles. Hey, hey. This has been yes. our, is that our second episode. Second. Yeah. This is our second episode. Make sure y'all come back because we got some more stuff. Come, oh, please come back. We got some stuff for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Please do come back. All right. Yes. You Thank good? You so much. And you look beautiful, by the way. Thank you. So do you. you do. Thank yeah, we got to go shopping because we need to get, get, get them colors popping. I wore blue in honor of you today. Thank you. See? Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. But we got to <laughs> We got to find your favorite colors so you could be all, you know, in your favorite color. Next time I have to wear something yes. my colors. Because I'm liking, I'm liking the blue, but I know what you like and I want to see you in that. Because that, okay. you know what? I know what's going to happen. Your face going to be even, just going to be like, boom. Yes. Because that's your color. That's your power. <laughs> see, blue is my power color. When I'm in yeah. my blue, when I'm in, when I'm wearing blue, when I like my blue shades, whatever it, it these are actually uh, prescription glasses but yeah I said shades because that's what people think they are but when I'm here and I see all my colors around me yeah I feel empowered like that's like um it's not it's not my kryptonite it's it's the sun I guess because kryptonite is the has the opposite effect so right. it's my sun because with Superman the sun is what gives him energy and because we were closer mm. To, because earth is closer to the sun than krypton was he is more powerful oh, on earth see i just i didn't know that mm. so i'm in i'm yeah i'm in my yeah. my blue rays of sunlight that's what uh some someone said who said that i forgot who it was but it was um in the interview that was um on that i did on mom's embracing tech yes. this past thursday and she said, you're, you're, you're something about me glowing or those rays of blue sunlight coming off of me. And I love that. So I'm going to yes. that. I, my rays of blue sunlight, but thank you all again for staying with us through yes. another episode, another yes. episode of the 1822 Chronicles. <laughs> all right, everybody. You have a great day until next time. Until next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.